The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. up everybody welcome back to another episode of out of the shadows i'm one of your hosts chris chavez and once again i'm flying solo as you guys know jim is away was away by the time you guys are listening to this he'll have returned uh, but he'll be back for next week when we jump back into the 80s 80s horror movies the ones covered in the in search of darkness documentary uh we'll be back for 1985 so that's going to be a lot of fun but for this episode i'm going solo once again Last time I went solo, I discussed five movies that I felt were underrated in the 90s. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, This time I decided instead of focusing on the big screen, I was going to check out things on the little screen. So TV shows that are horror themed is what I decided I wanted to do. And I wanted to do it kind of, and I say kind of because I'm not really doing it like my other podcast, but I have another podcast called Tube Time with my friend Courtney. Uh, She was on the show, so you guys heard her if you've been listening for a while, and you've also heard me talk about Tube Time. But it's a show in which we watch TV shows. We'll check out the very first episode of a TV show. We'll discuss it at length on the podcast, break it down, and then at the end of the podcast, we say whether or not it was good enough for us to want to keep watching this show. So I decided what I would do for this episode, this extra episode I'm throwing out this week for you guys, is watch a few horror-themed TV shows, the first episode of three different horror-themed TV shows, and uh, basically see what I thought and whether or not I would recommend it to you guys and if it's something that I'd be interested in continuing to watch. Now, before I dive into those, there are a few other shows that I've seen um, in in full that I thought were awesome, and I wanted to tell you guys about them if you've not seen them before. I think I've talked about this one on the show, Archive 81. We're looking for an artist, someone who can restore a recently acquired collection of damaged videotapes. Well, what kind of damage? Fire damage. There's just one hitch, because the materials are so fragile, they can't be moved. So you'd be doing the work at our remote research facility. Creating this archive, putting this puzzle together, well, it would mean the world to everyone who lost someone in that fire. some doors. Wish me luck. Do you hear it? Hear what? There's something in this place that calls to you. Good, you 
doing okay? You said that you've been seeing things up here. Mark, I'm fine. I promise. What is going on in this building? What kind of game are you playing? Who are you? We're pioneers of the imagination. We're going to succeed in the whole of time. Opie is one. So if you've not seen Archive 81, it basically tells a story of this guy who he restores audio tapes and videotapes, and he gets hired to restore a set of digital video cassette tapes from the 90s that survived a fire. And as he's restoring them, what he's actually comes across uh, is, is it's footage of somebody putting together a documentary about a building in New York City which has a very dark past. And as he watches the videos, it gets creepier and creepier. And there's some weird paranormal stuff in there. Um, it's a, It was a pretty, pretty good series. They only did one season. Netflix did not renew it. But you can watch the whole series and still end it feeling like you got a decent story. It did end in a way where you're just kind of like, well, what happens next? How does this happen? So it sucks that they didn't renew it, but it's still for for what it was. Definitely check it out if you're into kind of like paranormal, sci-fi, occult style horror. And it's definitely edge of your seat at times, leaving you guessing as to what's going to happen next. Another show that we've watched and I'm caught up on that I absolutely love is What We Do in the Shadows. It's nightfall. He awakened. Very cool, Master. Very scary. Thank you. Nadja, Laszlo! Yeah. Yes? Can you come downstairs for a second, please? The problems with living with other vampires are the vampires I have chosen to stay with. I wanted to talk about general hygiene in the cell. Last night, there were all these people down there, half drunk. Well, where did they find the alcohol? No, they were half drunk. They've been half drunk. If you've got something to say, then damn well say it. It's not hygienic! Nandor is like a big turkey. Cannot pay with that. I'm so sorry. So you can't be throwing ancient coins at me. Guillermo, stab this man. Guillermo is my familiar. I'm not a killer. I find people who are easy to kill. Are you virgins? I don't see how that's relevant. I'm killing you, baby. That's werewolf piss. Two werewolves. Colleen, what are you doing in here? This is my bedroom. My name is Colin Robinson. Hi, Deb. And I am a energy vampire. We either bore you with a long conversation. Hey, Don. Or... Don. We enrage you. Something terrible is coming! <laughs> Master, this is pretty macabre. <laughs> <laughs> Got my cake caught in the door. Well, yank it out. No. Fuck. Ow. 
Now, I know this is based on a movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but this series is amazing. If you're a fan of vampires and comedy and The Office, this is your style of show. It's a, it, it follows these uh, a group of vampires living on Staten Island in the modern times and basically how they just kind of go about their days. And we follow their familiars and other creatures that they come in contact with. It's a really good show. Uh, it's extremely funny, very well written, and the acting's amazing too. It's hilarious. So if you haven't checked it out yet and you've maybe had it on your list to, you know, maybe you want to check it out, what we do in the shadows is definitely one you'll want to check out. And finally, the other show that I I, uh, I checked out and I absolutely love one season only, and it's on Amazon Prime. Nick Frost, it's called Truth Seekers. Gus Roberts, you are my number one installer. And who better to train up more Gus Robertses than Gus Roberts himself? The last thing I need is some clueless millennial mouth breather cluttering up my van. Elton, I really should have asked you to wait outside. Hello, we're here to fix your broadband. Ever had a paranormal experience? This is my YouTube channel. Most haunted institute of the criminally insane. 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 I don't want anything to do with ghosts ever again. Oh, I think I'm being chased by ghosts. I saw a smoldering ghost. Can you help me? Something is not right. We need to find out what it is. You're just scratching the surface. There's a bigger world out there. You're in danger. These aren't just restless spirits. These are malevolent entities. Welcome, truth seekers. What an old ham. How long is this boring bastard gonna be waffling on? Dad. Everyone can hear you, you know. We're on the cusp of something. Russians, the Chinese, they're watching me. There's a storm coming. It's all about ghosts, baby. I'm not scared anymore. It says, and the cast of the incantation, me, um, should take not more than one sip of tepid... Urine, yeah, urine. Before the ritual begins. And this is a show about a dude that works at a cable company by day and by night he's a paranormal investigator. And it's kind of cool because working for the cable company, it takes him into people's homes where at times he may run into paranormal activity. And that's what happens in this series. Again, it's another series that was one one and done. They only did one season and then they didn't renew it for a second, which is a shame because the writing on this was great. The storytelling was great. There was a lot of creepy stuff in it and the acting was awesome. The, the chemistry bet between the actors on the show was, was amazing too. And we got some Simon Pegg as well. So if you're interested in that kind of thing or you're fans of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, check out Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. All right, let's get into this episode. The three shows that I checked out and uh, let's see what I thought. So the first show I checked out was a show called Channel Zero. When I was a kid, I did some things too. Let's just get this clear. You actually saw it in 1988. Do you really think that he just happened to find her out there? 
This is just the beginning. Kids are hurting someone! Everything that's happening now, everything that happened in 88, is back. What do you want? Now, I'd never heard of the show before. I saw that it's been on for a couple seasons now. Uh, and it's one of these kinds of shows that's an anthology show. They have their own stories for each series, I think, or season, I think. Um, but the one I checked out was Candle Cove. Um, it was interesting, man. It was it was an interesting show. It did it 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 drew me in. There was a lot of times throughout this thing where I was kind of invested in trying to figure out what was happening. But there were a few times that that the show lost me where I felt like the writing was a little a little disjointed. Um, but it was good. I, it was good in terms of being entertaining. Whether or not I'd continue to watch it, this would be something that I'd probably put on the back burner and say at some point I'll come back to it. Um, the story, it, it, the show tells the story of this guy. He's a child psychologist, and he returns to his hometown to try to figure out what happened when he was a kid uh, when they discovered there was this discovery of like five or six kids that had been found murdered by a serial killer, one of them being his twin brother. And then there's this weird other thing that kind of plays into this show and this episode is specifically that there was this show at the time when they were growing up, these kids were watching that was only on for a few months on TV and it was some weird, like disturbing puppet show. Uh, so that kind of ties into this. There's, um, you know, he there. There's a, allusions to the fact that he kind of suffered a mental break as well, right before he returned to his hometown. And we do see these kind of moments also of hallucinations or or weird visions where he sees these this weird kind of skeleton dude in a black robe and a pirate hat. It's a it's a it's a strange. I think it's a pirate hat. Uh, it's a strange show. It's again, it's one of these kinds of things that's. It feels like you have to. You're gonna by the time you're done watching it, everything will make sense. But based on the first episode, you know, you're basically getting a puzzle piece, and that puzzle piece, for me, is one that I can kind of say, you know, yeah, it was cool. I don't know that I'd go right back to it immediately. I have a lot of other shows on my list that I'd check out, but uh, it wasn't bad. If you want to check it out and you haven't seen it before, Channel Zero. Um, Candle Cove and uh, dude, wait till you see this person covered completely in teeth. Yeah, you heard me right. All right, let's move on. Uh, the next show I checked out the first episode of again is one that has been around for a while now, and I'm late to the game. This one is Haunting of Hill House. Now, I want you two to get good rest. What if I have a bad dream? I'm sure we can handle any dream you have. What if I dream that you sent us away into the dark and we get hurt? Really hurt? And what if I'm so sad and scared of the dark out there that I put poison in me for years and years until my blood turns into poison? And my heart breaks right in half and I can't feel anything happy. Until I can't stand it anymore and I, I have to die. Until I'm on a silver table. It's my jaw wired shut. Why? 
you wake us up from a dream like that? We're not like any other family. We're different. Because of where we grew up. Hill House. Your mother, she was not crazy. Neither was your sister, neither is your brother, neither are you. So the thing about this show and the reason I liked it is because I am I love ghost stories. I love things that are haunted. Uh, I love that stuff. So this one immediately I felt like I wanted to check it out. And whether or not this first episode was going to sell me to, to watch the rest of the series, you know, I wasn't sure. So I decided to check this out. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of this show, the way it was done that reminds me of Stephen King's It, the miniseries. Because this show does a lot of things that parallel that first part of the miniseries where we get introduced to our main characters in present day, interspersed with these flashbacks of what happened in the past. And then, like, so we get these this flashback of the past at the beginning. Then we're introduced to a, one of those characters modern day. And then we get a little bit of a flashback uh, and we go back and forth to some of these characters modern day and then a little moment from the past and, you know, what happened to them and how it affected them. Basically, this family growing up in a house that was haunted and the mother committed suicide and the dad was looked at as maybe a, a suspect. But the whole time he claimed it being a haunting and then he, he wished he hadn't said it was a haunting. The whole story is actually really interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of layers going on in this first episode. It looks like there there's going to be a lot of things to kind of open up and and kind of explore as the series goes on. But it was executed very well. The back and forth, you know, with the present day past storytelling just fit. Like I said, the, the when I was talking about Ch Channel 0 being kind of a puzzle piece, right? Like that first episode was a puzzle piece where you kind of look at what the piece is and you can't really tell even what the entire puzzle is going to be. Whereas this one you have an idea of what the puzzle is going to be. And with that first piece, you're already getting a lot of information, but it's letting you know there's a whole lot more to come. So yeah, this one was very, very cool. I really liked a lot of the tension, a lot of the creepiness, special effects, those, you know, everything about this episode sold me to say, I'm definitely checking out the rest of the series. I know Jim saw this. He told me he saw this series already before, so I, I can't wait to check it out and I'll be talking to him more about it. You might even hear me bring it up on the show, but if you want to check it out as well, you haven't seen it yet. Definitely head over to Netflix, man. Haunting of Hill House was a pretty, pretty strong first episode. And then for my final show, for the third one that I'm going to talk about today, Jim told me to check this out as well. When he saw this, it came out. Uh, he watched the first couple of episodes and said, you know, I should check it out. It might be right up my alley. 
And so I said, you know what? For this episode where I'm going to watch some shows and see if it's something I want to get into, let me check it out. And I'm talking about brand new cherry flavor. Do you know the name Lou Burke? He's a producer. Wins Oscars and shit. He wants to meet with me. So you liked my movie. The truth is I've been looking to take more chances. Maybe you're the chance I've been looking to take. said you could hurt someone for me. What did he do to you? This world is predators and prey. He took the only thing I care about. Say what you want. I want to set his life on fire. This binding ritual opens you up, makes you receptive to the spirits. I'm seeing nightmare shit. Did you ever do a curse on someone? We normally do this in our family. So how's the curse gone? It's a work in progress. Mm. I don't know what's going on here. We're just getting started. Must be the season of the world. I did something I can never take back. I want him to hurt. You sure that's what you want? escalating this isn't the best idea are you sure you're the hero in this story all i wanted to do was make a movie so the title immediately for me feels like like this kind of hyper stylized neon um, Guy Ritchie style uh, Quentin Tarantino feel, you know, this kind of like hip uh, edgy, you know, fast and furious style style show. Uh, when I say fast and furious, I don't, I don't mean the, the cars. I mean, I just mean, you know, just this kind of fast paced, this and that. I don't know why I feel that way, but brand new cherry flavor just does not evoke images of horror sci-fi, paranormal, occult. It doesn't bring any of that to mind whatsoever. But you get a lot of that in this show. And so this first episode, we're introduced to this uh, this girl who wants to be a filmmaker. And there's a Hollywood producer that came across one of her short films and wants to meet with her because he wants to see what they can do about making it a feature length. He wants to option the film. She's very strong in her conviction that the only way she's going to do that is if she gets total control in terms of being the director. She directs this. No one else is going to do it, and there's not going to be an option for a studio to fire her. Like, it's either she directs it or the movie doesn't get made. And so this guy, you know, promises her that he's going to take care of that for her. So he he says he's going to introduce her to one of these bigger, you know, big studio heads uh, at a party, and before they do so, he puts a move on her, and it's very unwelcome, kind of shocks her, and then she realizes, you know, this is Hollywood. There's a game to play. However, there are other things happening in this this show as well. She starts noticing that there's a weird, you know, first there's this weird motorcyclist that's following her around, and she also sees this other kind of, in the distance, this weird, like, scraggly, homeless, like, cat lady-looking person. So anyway, so then the producer decides he's gonna he's gonna take her to this party, right? And and try and try to push the, the the film on the studio head. She never gets a chance to meet him. 
she ends up talking to this weird looking woman that promises her that she can do things for her, that she can she can help her. And uh, this girl's like, what do you mean you can help me? And this crazy lady's like, I can hurt people for you. <laughs> like, who says that, first of all? Like, who just comes to you in a room at a party, you know, and, and it's a posh party, too. And you're coming in looking like, you know, you're pushing carts outside. Who, who says that? Just is like, hey, I can hurt people for you if you need me to. Uh, this girl's just like, what the hell are you talking about? She's like, do me a favor. And she hands this girl the ca- a cat she's holding, right? Which is a beautiful cat. And she just says, think about that man you came here with, right? Think about him and pretend you're inside him. Just imagine yourself inside him. And you see this girl being like, huh? And she's like, no, just do this. Imagine it. Like, really be there. And she does. And she says she does. She goes, okay, now just hit something. Break something in there. And this weird thing kind of happens in her face. You can see her kind of like her eyes lose focus, almost like she's just kind of staring out into space. And uh, she says, yeah, I did something or whatever. And later on, here comes the producer. His fucking nose is bleeding and shit. So now you're just like, okay, there's some weird fucking like fire starter shit happening here. Carrie, st- right? But it gets crazier from there, man. That's the thing. This show just gets more and more bizarre because when she realizes that she's not going to be the so basically what happens is the producer uh, again they leave the party says you're not going to talk to the studio guy i already talked to him we're going to get the movie made a few days later she finds out he got a whole nother director and she's pissed she goes to his house to confront him uh, and he gets mad at that and it basically almost chokes her out and tells her to get out of there and it's her problem she needs to learn about it this is what hollywood's like you know take it as a lesson she's not happy so she goes back to find this crazy witch lady and she's like listen i want to know how to do this and the witch lady's like are you sure and she's she's like yeah let me know how to do this i'm going to tell you right now what i what comes next i did not expect and i'm not going to tell you what it is if you've not seen this before i do not want to spoil that for you you're going to have to check this out but it's definitely something that made me say what the fuck is happening here I have to see what's happening in the next episode. That's how this show is. It's filmed well. The acting's pretty decent. The the um, the creep factors are there. There's just really kind of disturbing imagery in some spots. And and yeah, I don't even know where this is going to go. So once again, this is something else that you'll probably hear me bring up once in a while at the beginning of our episodes here in the future. But brand new cherry flavor is definitely something I'm going to be checking out. And I think you guys should, too, if you haven't yet. Anyway, there you go. There's three shows that are somewhat horror-themed that I thought maybe you should check out if you haven't already. If you have checked these out and you agreed with what I said, you disagreed with what I said, why don't you let me know what you think? Go ahead and head over to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us, Out of the Shadows Podcast or OOTS Pod, and give us a follow Share us, tell people to follow us, and interact with us. Talk to us. Let us know what you're thinking of the shows. Let us know if uh, you know there's any movies we should be checking out, any TV shows we should be checking out. And yeah, let's start the community, man. Let's just all start talking horror more and more. All right, so that's it. I got I to gotta tap out. I can't keep doing this by myself. I'm not usually too comfortable talking to myself by myself, thinking that I'm talking to people that are out there listening. It's a very kind of weird thing. Anytime I'm ever recording, it's almost always with somebody else. So just kind of sitting here and and, and rambling on into the ether is a, a very strange feeling. But maybe I'll, I'll start doing more of them just to kind of get a little bit more comfortable running it on my own 
and then I'll kick Jim off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Sorry again for the late ones, but hopefully the two in one week made up for it. We'll see you guys next week, 1985. Don't forget, we're checking out The Company of Wolves if you want to watch it ahead of time as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. So until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows.